0: Let's talk CPP today. But first, I would like to thank Harvest ETFs for sponsoring this video. More about Harvest a bit later. One of the staples in retirement planning for Canadians, of course, is the Canada Pension Plan, or CPP. The vast majority of Canadians, at some point during their lives, you're gonna be contributing to the plan. Eventually, most people are gonna start collecting benefits after they've retired. Now, if you're a younger person, before you click off, before you tune off this video, you need to know that your decisions today can have a dramatic effect on the amount of pension that you're gonna get when you get older like me. I know it's tempting just to leave this sort of older person stuff for later, but it's definitely in your best interest to, at a minimum, understand how the program works, and then you can make whatever decisions you want to make. You're just going to be able to make more informed decisions, so I hope you stick around for the video here. Now, for those of you who already might be retired, with inflation running as high as it is these days, even meeting these basic needs can be a challenge. In the video today, I'm going to look at the key points that you need to be aware of when it comes to the Canada Pension Plan Program. I'm also going to explore an increasingly popular way that uh, Canadians today are choosing to supplement retirement income in the event that the CPP income doesn't recover or doesn't cover your desired cash flow in retirement. As I mentioned, this video is being created in partnership with Harvest ETFs, and I'm gonna be highlighting one of their ETFs as an example of how a Canadian retiree can increase cash flow for those critical retirement years. Let's take a quick look here at how much money you might be able to expect when you do apply for your CPP, and where you can go to get such information that is more specific to your circumstances. The amount of CPP pension that you will receive will depend on three key factors. Number one, how old you are when you start collecting your pension. Uh, Secondly, how much and for how long you actually contributed to, uh, to the plan during your working years. And thirdly, your average earnings throughout your working life. There is something that shocks a lot of Canadians when you learn the surprisingly low amount of benefits that you get from the Canada Pension Plan. The way the program is designed, there is a maximum amount that is paid out, and this is regardless of what your needs are or how much you earned during your working career. In other words, even if you had an extremely high income during your working years, the government is gonna set a limit to how much you can actually qualify for when it comes time to collecting the benefits. This is what's known as the maximum pensionable earnings limit, and any money that you earn above that limit is not gonna be included in your CPP contributions, and it doesn't help you build up a higher pension when it comes time for you to retire. Now, obviously, if you have extra income during your working career, it is a very good idea to invest that outside of this government sponsored plan. But of course, not everyone does that. For 2023, the government has set the maximum pensionable earnings rate as $66,600. So what this means is that if you make less than this, you're going to earn partial CPP credits. If you make exactly 66,600 during the course of the year, you're going to qualify for the maximum credits in 2023. But this is what I referred to earlier, if you make more than that, I mean, I'm talking even if if you make millions of dollars a year, you're still maxed out at that amount. When you crunch the numbers, the result is that in 2023, the maximum CPP amount that a Canadian will receive if you started taking pension right at age 65 is $1,306.57. That is the maximum. $1,306.57. So probably a lot lower than you would have thought, right? But to compound that, most people don't even qualify for the maximum. The average monthly amount paid for a new retiree who's starting today at age 65 in April of 2023 was $760.00 and seven cents. So this is shockingly low in my opinion. Again, your specific circumstances such as your age that you start, how long you've worked, and how much you've earned during your career for example, these are going to determine how much your pension is going to be. Thankfully though, in this modern era, getting an estimate of what specifically you expect to receive is pretty easy. You just have to log on to the My Service Canada website Enter your credentials, and you can see that amount for yourself. There are a few different options for signing in. You can choose the one that's most convenient for you. So who is eligible to collect the Canada Pension Plan benefits? Well, to receive benefits from the plan, it's actually quite simple. You you just need to have worked and contributed to the plan at some point between the ages of 18 and 70. The big question, and there is endless debate about this, is when is the optimal time to start taking your benefits? For this video, I'm just going to summarize how the decision date, known as the take-up date, uh, is going to affect your payment. The default age to start taking your benefits is age 65, which you can start taking CPP as early as the month in which you turn 60, and you can defer it as late as age 70. According to Stats Canada, 44% of people who are eligible for benefits start taking their CPP at age 60. Another 54% start somewhere between ages 61 and 65. So there's a total of 98% of retirees who start taking their income by age 65 or earlier. Only 2% of recipients wait until they are age 66 or higher people obviously choose to take their early CPP for a whole variety of reasons. One of the most common reasons is that they simply need the money to provide for their retirement income needs once they don't have that regular paycheck coming in anymore. However there is a growing contingent of people that believes that deferring the plan as long as possible will generally result in superior benefits over time. We have life expectancy increasing so you collect for more years. Generally speaking statistically you should be able to collect more money over time. Now, a big part of this calculation is that because if you start taking uh, your income, your benefits before age 65, the amount of benefit that you receive is going to be reduced by 0.6% for each month before your 65th birthday. So that's an equivalent of 7.2% reduction per year up until a maximum of 36% reduction if you start taking rate at age 60. So if, for example, your personal benefits would be, let's say a $1,000 at age 65, that's gonna drop all the way down to 640 if you start taking as soon as you turn 60. Now critical to understand here is that once you start that, that rate is locked in. You know, the benefit amount will increase relative to inflation as we saw earlier, but you lock in that 36% reduction from the default amount. It doesn't change as you get older. Now on the flip side, if you decide to defer your benefit, each month that you defer is increased by 0.7%, but that's an increase of 42% if you delay right up until the age of 70. Now, obviously, from a pure monthly cash flow perspective, there are advantages to waiting to age 70, but that can only be done if you have the ability to withdraw on other resources to fund your retirement income needs between those ages of 60 and 70. If I use 2023 numbers as an example, the $1,306.57 I mentioned earlier as the maximum benefit, if you started at age 70, that would be $1,855.33. So that's a roughly $500 a month uh, increase. And that is for the rest of your life. Now, that's not only nice, but it's also a key consideration in this decision. The extra amount that you would get lasts as long as you live. To make your actual decision about what is best for you, you have to factor in a lot of personal circumstances and the answer certainly isn't always clear. If you do wanna learn more about what are some of the considerations you would need to factor in when you're deciding when you wanna start your CPP, I will put a link to a video here that explains uh, why it might benefit you to delay your take-up date. But as we saw, 98% of Canadians don't defer to age 70, and the biggest reason that people don't defer though is what I mentioned before, they don't have enough income, they don't have enough cash flow to meet their immediate needs. It is a sacrifice over the longer term, statistically, for earlier payment today. A strategy that is becoming more and more popular with Canadians over the past couple of years is to utilize a type of investment that focuses on increasing cash flow today to supplement these other sources of income that you don't have anymore uh, until you start taking these Canada Pension Plan. A lot of Canadians are choosing an investment which is called an ETF or an exchange traded fund. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with that today it's possible to buy this type of investment that uses what's called a covered call option writing overlay and that increases the amount of cash flow that would be available that it has to pay out to its unit holders and there are also in some cases funds that use a modest amount of leverage that again can increase the cash flow that's available for today one of the funds that the sponsor of this video offers is the harvest diversified monthly income etf the ticker symbol is HDIF. And this fund holds a portfolio of seven other equity income ETFs. It overlays a covered call strategy and it employs 25% leverage. And this strategy allows them to deliver a high annualized yield that is then paid out in monthly distributions. As of September 19, 2023, the yield is 10.96%. This is updated daily on their website. You can check this link to get the latest yield. When we look at the solution for replacing income in the early years of retirement, we can see how much additional cash flow can be generated when we compare this type of fund to other more traditional yields. Also, the fund has a significant diversification between the various asset classes and sectors and it also adds diversification beyond just Canada. So to me, that adds a, a bit of additional stability to the portfolio uh, as a whole. I also wanna mention that in addition to the higher cash flow, this type of uh, structure might result in preferential tax treatment because the income generated by the covered call option writing strategy is taxed as a capital gain as opposed to regular income. And the way our tax system works, that means that in a taxable account, you're gonna end up paying less tax on that, uh, that type of income. Another objective of most retirees generally is to ensure that you're invested in a fund that has an acceptable risk profile. Uh, in other words, when you're retired and you're relying on this income, you might not wanna have a fund that is extremely volatile in nature, there comes a point typically where you might wanna sort of forego this more aggressive growth strategy in favor of a more secure income stream. The Harvest Diversified Monthly Income ETF does help meeting that objective. It has a risk rating of medium, so it strikes that balance of having uh, you know income today, but it also does maintain the potential for growth important to note that growth, of course, is capped, though, by the covered call overlay, but the trade-off is more cash flow today. The Canada Pension Plan is a program that ensures working Canadians can expect at least a very base level of income when they retire. Good to have that, but as you saw, the base is really low, shockingly low, some people might say. Um, if your personal circumstances uh, suggest that you might need to supplement your uh, retirement income, Early in those earlier years, a covered call ETF structure might be something you wanna look at. If you would like to learn more about the income solutions that are offered by Harvest ETFs, I will put a link to their website in the description of this video. As always, I thank you for watching. I look forward to seeing you in the next video.